and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we cover all things Marvel Crisis Protocol, and we cover a new character every week. This week, we're doing the spectacular Spider-Man, and I'm your host, Fred. I'm Brad. And I'm Justy. How? Hello, Justy. How's it going there, man? It's going good, Fred. Thank you guys for having me on. I'm really excited to get to talk to you about Spider-Man today, and uh, just catch up with you guys. It's been a while. It has been a while. Uh, for those of you who don't remember, uh, Justy was the host of our sister podcast, the Journey Through Limbo podcast. And uh, he's back, y'all. He's here to talk about Spectacular Spider-Man. It should be a spectacular episode. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that it will be. Uh, so Steven is in an area where he will not have cell reception, so unfortunately, he won't be joining us. And also, Brandon is AWOL. He's absent without leave, so uh, he may join us mid-record. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, we've got Justy here to fill in, and he is here. Hey, how long has it been? Has it been more than a year? I think it has yeah, been. Yeah, it's been like a year and a half since I did an episode of journey through limbo it's been a while um, oh my yeah yeah it's been quite a while I've, I've played some games since then but unfortunately my my gaming um my gaming schedule has taken a little bit of a hit which is why i took a step back from the podcast my co-host brought my co-host brian actually moved away to boston too so it just it kind of made it difficult where i wasn't getting to play games he wasn't here and he wasn't getting to play games um so we uh kind of had to we put it on pause to start with, and it's been a much longer pause than we expected. Um, but I, I have played some games, and uh, just not as often as I used to. It used to be a weekly thing, and now it's more of a uh, whenever I get to type of thing. But well, uh, I, I completely understand that. That's the circum. That's what being getting older means. That's what yeah. happens when yeah. Uh, I think before the pod, you said that that is just a function of being in our thirties. That's what I've come to learn. It's uh, that that 30-year-old hump really sucks. If I if I can recommend to our under 30 listeners, just don't turn 30. Just don't go past your 29th birthday. Just never have a birthday after that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh can confirm. Can confirm. But uh it is real good to have you back and and uh I want you to know that you will be welcome here Anytime you want to talk about a character, anytime there's a specific character you want to talk about. Uh, we were talking a bit before the pod, and uh, with your reduced schedule, with your schedule where you don't get to play nearly as often, uh, how has that affected your list decision making? Yeah, so I've always been the type of guy that wants to play the characters that I want to play which is kind of why we started Journey Through Limbo. We knew that um, people were passionate about characters that they loved, um, but also we, we took a little bit of a competitive twist with it um, in the fact that we were trying to maximize lists um, based on lists that people wanted to play, right? So we were trying to maximize some decisions, whatever. And in my... Um, I've had to shift that um, a little bit just in my lack of, of um, getting to play every week these days. I've, sh I've shifted to where it's like, well, I, I, when I get to play, I really want to play 
certain characters, just certain characters that I love. Um, and it's less about, it has nothing to do with the stat card. Um, it's really just truly the comic book character because I'm, I'm a comic book fan first and foremost, um, which is why I, I came to love this game to begin with. And so, I, I mean, like, you guys know I'm a big mutant fan, so I, with a recent change to Miss Marvel in Marvel Comics, becoming a mutant, like, a lot of my lists are revolved around playing her with the X-Men and, um, and putting her in lists and things like that. And, um, I, uh, I am starting a new podcast project based on Spider-Man comics, um, so Spider-Man has taken a, a recent um, uptick in my gameplay. Um, because I, I, I enjoy playing, uh, enjoy playing characters that I'm talking about and thinking about. So, which is also why I'm very excited about this, um, today to talk about Spectacular Spider-Man. But it's really interesting because, like, the, even with my want to play characters, sometimes I happen upon, the, the competitive side of my brain just can't also just automatically shut off, right? So, I, um... I did accidentally build a like crazy dumb list the other day, tr just trying to build a Miss Marvel Avengers list, and uh, it ended up being way more gross than I thought. Um, and uh, but anyway, that's just um, yeah. I've had to shift shift gears, and um, it's just it's interesting to see. Sometimes those lists are great. Sometimes they're just themey and not so great. But it's a good time. All right, uh, I gotta say there are a couple things that I want to unpack in that statement. Let's do it. Uh, the, yeah, uh, let's go back in reverse order in in my memory. Um, okay. So, uh, do you want to talk about that Avengers list? I mean, we I do. We I may not really get a do. chance. Actually... Yeah, let's talk about it. What what yes, what was in that Avengers list? So it is um, a Sam Wilson list, but it's not Sam Spam, right? So it's not like that style of list. Um, it's a so he is the leader, and then the goal is to play Miss Marvel every time, right? Like, that's that's kind of my goal. So okay. I, the second character that I put in the list, well, I also built it around the release point of Gwenpool and Squirrel Girl, right? So I was like, well, I want to maximize these two and just play, not maximize them, but play them in the same list. So it's like, okay, well, I want this Miss Marvel list. I also want to play Gwenpool and Squirrel Girl. What's the best way to do this? Well, it's easy to play Steve, right? Um, so I immediately put him in the list, and then I was like, ah, that's kind of boring. I don't know. Um, let me put Sam in the list and just see how it goes. So I immediately made it a two-liter list with Sam and Steve. Um, old Steve. This was previous, before we got this newfangled Steve, right? Um, <laughs> so after that, it was like, okay, well, Black Widow goes in the list because it's an affiliation two-point uh, character and it's like, well, what else is like weird about Avengers that I want to play? I was like, okay, I want to play Ant Man. So I put okay. Ant Man Wasp in the list um, because it was just weird, right? It was like, okay, I have this weird list of weird Avengers because I have Miss Marvel and I have Gwenpool and I have Squirrel Girl, and I was like, well, how can I make it weirder, just in game wise? And it's like, okay, I'll take these other two Transform characters. So now I have three Transform characters on top of Squirrel Girl and Gwenpool. And when I originally built the list, I was like, okay, well, I wanted to play Miss Marvel, so I put Spider-Man in it, right? Miles Morales Spider-Man. Um, and then I had Deadpool in the list because I just wanted another Avenger in there. Um, and I was like, ah, that rounds it out. It's weird. 
um, and we'll play it that way, right? Well, when I got to the store that night to play it, the, or the following week or whatever, I, I showed up to play Darius, one of my friends here locally, and he, um, I forgot Steve's card at home. I had Steve, but I left his card at home. And I had showed up thinking that I would play that list with Steve, even though it was boring, it would be easy. So I was like, oh, well, forget it. I guess I'm just playing, um, I'm playing um, uh, Sam, Sam instead of Steve. And put Sam on the table, and it ended up being a list built around Gwenpool and Squirrel Girl and Ant-Man. I mean, I think it was Miss Marvel, too. So it would have been, yeah, those three, yeah, th those five characters. And it ended up just being really gross. It was really tanky. Um, and then when I took damage, like, Sam's leadership, like, when, when I, the, he finally would daze a character, like, Sam's leadership would proc, and it was just, it was really, really tanky. And I actually, like, out-brawled, um, out-brawled Criminal Syndicate, which was weird. Um, oh, wow. But it, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a really, like, reliable numbers list with all the rerolls. Um, and I just did not see that coming. <laughs> but, yeah, you, yeah, there are a lot of rerolls in that list. It, that, yeah. That's an interesting list. Uh, it's definitely not one that I've ever seen or even like thought would end up on a table, but I can see the quality. There's some good stuff in there. I wish that I could take pride and like just say, yep, I built it with all those rerolls in mind. That consistency was at the forefront of my brain. But it wasn't. I just built a really dumb list and stumbled into something really cool. So, <laughs> Do you, uh, and it and it brings uh, Ms. Marvel, which is uh, who you were playing a lot of recently. Is that? Um, yeah. Did she really shine in that list? She did. Yeah, she's she's a lot of fun. Um, she um, she's like a weird finesse piece. But like I said, you can kind of, especially in that list with all the other rerolls and like trying to hit consistency numbers with some of those other characters, you can really um, pick and choose her spots, like where you want her to be on the table. I found myself putting, like deploying her last um, just so I can kind of pick where she is so I can have bigger character or uh, characters that she's bigger than across from her, like when she changes so she can get those rerolls. Mm -hmm. um, but okay that makes sense um uh, here's another yeah. question uh now that uh the there is another transform character specifically captain marvel do you think that she has a place in that in that list that you've got she could i haven't put a whole lot of thought in the new carol um just because when that stuff dropped like that new all those new characters dropped i saw spectacular spider-man and honestly i just immediately gravitated to him and all of my thought process went to him so i haven't really the only way that i have revisited this list was actually to take deadpool out and i put spectacular spider-man in as an unaffiliated character okay okay yeah. the, the, i found that, that deadpool sense. really wasn't being used um, so I, I took him out and I put put Spectacular Spider-Man in. So uh, probably the right call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, and here's another question. You said that you were working on a new podcast project uh, that I is am. about. Uh, do you want to plug that right now? Yeah, I will a little bit. It's not out yet. Um, we're planning to record um, sometime next week is our first episode. And it's actually um, revolved around Spider-Man comics. It's um, 
going to be called Speaking of Spider-Verses. Um, and it, uh, one, of my, one of my local friends here, Chris Bird, and I are going to start it. And it's a um, – Chris is a long-time, lifelong Spider-Man fan. He reads the entire run of Amazing Spider-Man once per year. Um, so he's really an encyclopedia of knowledge. Um, so I'm really excited to kick that off with him. I, I also enjoy Spider-Man. Um, my um, love of Spider-Man is just on different levels from Chris. Just I, you know, I, as a kid, loved Spider-Man. Then, like many of us in the 2000s, really became oversaturated with Spider-Man. Really in the 2010s, um, became oversaturated with Spider-Man. And it really soured me for a little while. And now I'm coming back in, into my love of Spider-Man, really through Miles. But, but I like Pete, too. Um, Anyway, but that's that's all for that podcast. But that that's what it'll be about. We're breaking down. If you've ever heard of the X Men podcast Cerebro, um, where it's going to be similar to that. It's inspired by that, but not um, not an exact copy. So we're going to be reviewing a character every episode and kind of get digging deep into their their core um, of, of uh, literary analysis and what makes that character that character and things like that. So it's really going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it. And, uh, we're kicking things off, like I said. Going to record sometime next week, and then hopefully it'll be up within a couple weeks after that. So I'd say when you're listening to this, um, within within a month, you will be able to find Speaking of Spider-Verses in your ears. So, Well, I've got something new that I've got to keep an eye out for. Uh, and well, also... I will make sure to send you that link as soon as it's up. <laughs> Please do. Uh, I, I really like the name, Speaking of Spider-Verses. That's a good name I for a podcast. I, could, I really wish I could take credit for that, too. I cannot. Um, that was Chris's <laughs> idea. I was coming up with, I wanted to do some sort of play on Spider-Verses, um, but, and I was on alliteration, but I, can't, I don't even remember what terrible ideas I came up with because Chris sent that one, and it was so good that I missed it. So, like, I was driving down the road, and my fiancé was in the car with me, and I, Chris said, speaking of Spider-Verses, dot, dot, dot. So I'm, I was like waiting for the follow-up message. And I'm like, what, what, what's he sending next? Is it going to be like a picture of something or whatever? And, and Ashley, my fiance, was like, no, you dummy. Like, that's the name of the podcast. Like, like oh, that's perfect. So anyway, I wish that I could take credit for it. Chris Chris did that. But yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, it's, it's at least going to be fun. I don't know if it'll be good. It'll at least be fun. So. Well, I will listen to it for sure. I, I... I, I do not know a whole lot about comic books, so this might be a very useful uh, resource for me learning about Spider-Man stuff. Well, that's the goal. We, we want to provide a... It's, it's intimidating to get into comics, right? Because there's so much content, especially Marvel. Like, I like that they don't reset things every so often like DC does, but since they don't do that, it can be very intimidating. Like, where do I start? What if I don't want to start in the 60s? And stuff like that. So we're, we're hoping to bridge some of that gap and just make it less intimidating for people to find their, their love in Marvel Comics. Yeah, that is that is very, very true. It is very daunting. Well, uh, that I'm glad that that is happening. It sounds like you've been going through quite a bit this past couple, that you've been very busy. Um, so do you do you folks want to talk about any games that you've played recently? How about uh, I've been talking? Oh no, go ahead, Brad. I'm sorry. Oh, no, sorry. I was about to I was about to have Brad start us off because Brad has barely spoken this episode. 
I want to let him have some. I was going to say the same thing, so that 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 works. We're on the same wavelength. Okay. Hey, Brad. Uh, tell talk to us about some of the games that you've played recently. Well, we didn't have a tournament yesterday. Yeah, that's a that's unfortunate, but it it is circumstances being what they are. Were I understand why we didn't. Uh, uh, but I did play a game with Michael on uh, Thursday. He played Hydra, and he used none of the new characters, but he used a couple of the new tactics cards. Um, he used the Winter Soldier one. That might be it. But he played Strucker, Winter Soldier... Uh, Fury Senior. Who else is in his list? Those were the models that I remember because the double got your back was annoying. Yeah. Zemo. It's very effective. Zemo was definitely in there. And he had at least one more. I played Brotherhood again like I did you, Fred. And we were at the same point level. And I played Magneto, Juggernaut, Rogue, Pyro. Is Demons Downtown and Hammers. And I got up pretty quickly on points. And then he killed Juggernaut and then Magneto. And then I lost the game. Oh, okay. I, I mean, when you lose those two pieces, that's yeah. 11 points out of your list. Yeah. So, well, uh, it, sound, it sounds like Michael got the, the upper hand. Uh, good for him. I know he hasn't had a whole lot of practice recently, but... No. Yeah. I think he's going uh, to the LVO qualifier in Pittsburgh. And then I also plan on going to that. And then we're both going to uh, Second Wind in Chicago. So he's trying to get practice in before those two events. Nice. I didn't, I didn't know that you were planning to go. <laughs> to what? To to Chicago to second win. Although oh, yeah. I bought you, you went last year, so okay. No, I did not go last year. If oh, you, you didn't go. Oh no, you didn't. You <laughs> for a very good reason. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I went the year before. Justin, right. <laughs> was that the one you went to two years ago? Yeah, that's the one I went to. It was so fun. Yeah, so it's, much fun. It's such a good event. Last year, Jared, Michael, and I were gonna go, and then I ruined it for everyone. Well, it wasn't anything you could control. That's true. So how about you, Justy? Have you had any games that you've played recently? I actually I mean, you... got to play... Oh, no, go ahead. <laughs> you did mention that you had played a game recently, but yeah. uh, go ahead. So I did get to play on Wednesday night. Um, we're recording this on a Sunday, not to pull back the curtain. Um, sorry to spoil that for your listeners. But So a few days ago... <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I did get to play a game, and I went, I've been itching to try out new Spectacular Spider-Man. Um, and I don't get to play a whole lot of Web Warriors in general. I, I mentioned that Darius is a local here. He's 
my most common opponent. Um, Darius plays a lot of Web Warriors, so it's because of that. It's it it would be very boring for both of us to play Web Warriors every week. So I've kind of stayed away from them. He was very. He's also a Spider Foes player, and he was very excited to try out new Doc Ock. So I took that as an opportunity for him to try out Doc Ock and me to try out Spectacular Spider Man. And um, so he played. Now, for the purposes of this game, we treated Spectacular Spider Man as if he were in Web Warriors. I know we don't technically know if he's going to be, but we went ahead and made that assumption and played him as if he were a Web Warrior. Um, so he got benefits of all webbed up and stuff like that. Oh um, boy, if he's not in Web Warriors, I mean, he's in Web Warriors. Let's just yeah, say it. Exactly. <laughs> I figured it was a safe assumption. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just needed to throw that caveat out here before I started talking about the game. Um, so we get there and uh, we, we pull out our lists, whatever, and we ended up playing 16 Threat, and it was Gamma Wave and Paranoia, um, which ended up being a very advantageous map for him. <laughs> um, so I got down on attrition early. Well, let, let, let me talk about the, the characters I played. I played Miles, Gwen, um, Spectacular Spider-Man, Black Cat, and Venom. And he played Doc Ock as the new Doc Ock leader. Um, he played Rhino, Venom, and Carnage. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, he and I have also been, like, trying to find ways to make Carnage work um, recently because it's, it's a character we both enjoy. Um, so we're trying to find ways to play him. So he, he wanted to try him with new Doc Ock to see if it made a difference. Um, so he gets up big on attrition early. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit more later. Um, Spectacular Spider-Man bit the bullet early-ish, but he did tank many activations so it, it paid off for me but i did get down on attrition early but i was able to come back and make it an interesting game i almost had it it came down to uh my my venom failed me at the end but uh, i was in it at the end ended up losing 19 to 15 but it the game really was a one or two point game it just kind of swung the other way at the very end so it was, it was a very good game we got to see new doc ock and new spider-man and it was just it was a good time yeah, any game where you where the losing side gets to fifteen points is a really close game. That's a yeah, good game. It was, it was a very very good game. He and I like we've we've been in a habit recently where one of the two of us will bulldoze the other one. So it was neat to see such a close game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, I have not had any games recently since the last record at least and so i don't have anything to add to this conversation uh but let's let's move on to the any news and announcements i don't think that they've had anything new come out i think they spent all of their new uh news and stuff on this big announcement of the new core box when's mini stravaganza uh, sorry what When's Mini Stravaganza? It's just like a couple weeks away, isn't it? Isn't I it in believe September? believe you're right. It, yeah. yeah it, it, I think it is. Well, so I they're saving we, up for that. Yeah, I doubt we get any news before then. Yeah, you're you're probably correct. Would, do you have any Cerebro or um, Point Break news there, Brad? Uh, just a little. I fixed an error on the server side today that uh, may have 
kept people from logging in. So if you had trouble logging in out there, that should be fixed. It, the database switched over to Swedish randomly. Oh, boy. And, <laughs> and things weren't working. So, and I looked it up, and that's just an error that sometimes happens because the company was Swedish. Okay. So Interesting. I like think they send out an update or something, and it just it, changes it just, everything. Or they... my server rebooted or something, and it just messed up. But that should be fixed hmm. now. Um and I I'm I have updates coming, but okay, okay, nothing done yet. Well, uh, I think that that's everything that we need to talk about before we go to our particular target character. Uh, so I'll start us off here. Uh, we're gonna look at Spectacular Spider-Man, otherwise known as Peter Parker. Uh, his defenses are three physical. Three energy and three mystic. He has five stamina on both sides of his card. He is three points, which is something that a lot of Spider-Man fans have been clamoring for. Uh, he is size we two. three-point Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're correct. We did, and he's really good. Yes, we gave is. him an... I think we gave him either an A-plus or an S. We were real real up on him. Uh, well, but this, this Spider-Man is size two and movement speed medium. And Brad, why don't you go over his attack suite? Uh, they're all physical attacks. The first one is swing and strike, range three, five dice, uh, gain one power, wild hit, take an advance. Yeah, just an advance. It's not even towards the character you attacked. Uh, impact webbing, range four, four dice, zero cost, gain a power. Wild push, size 2 or less, before damage is dealt. Away short. Uh, web head wallop, range 2, 7 dice, cost 4. And I believe this is the same power that's on uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Wild hit catch. After this attack is resolved, you may choose an interactive train feature of size 2 or less within range three of this character and destroy it. The target character suffers a collision as if the train feature had collided with it. All right. And uh, Justy, why don't you go over the rest of the card? Oh yeah, that sounds great. So um, he has a, the first superpower um, is a, um, it's called web slinger. He can place his, you can place his character within three of its current position superpower can only be used once per turn and it costs two um the other the next superpower costs three it's called proportionate strength of a spider choose an enemy character of size three or less and within three and throw it short this superpower can be used only once per turn then he has two innate superpowers one is spider sense when this character is defending against a physical or energy attack or making a dodge roll it may re-roll up to two of its defense or dodge dice and the other innate superpower is Wall Crawler. All right. Uh, so that is our our friend here, Spectacular Spider-Man. Uh, the first thing that I want to mention is that in the core box, this is the only, I guess, uh, I'm going to call him uh, Hero's Side three-threat character. Is that? I'm pretty sure that's yes, correct. Yes, that's correct. There's only two total. Right. It's, it's him and Crossbones. Uh-huh. And... Um, 
uh, what are your well, Justy? You have some some experience on the table with this guy. Why don't you talk about him? What did, what was your experience? Yeah, so my experience, he I didn't get to um, attack with him more than just one activation, uh, but he did take up multiple um, activations to days, um, and then he was a high priority character once he flipped from my opponent um, to the other side. So for a three threat character to eat up what was effectively three activations, um, three full activations to get him off the table, uh, was just very impressive. Um, and that's uh, now, like I said, I was playing him in Web Warriors, so he had his Spider Sense rerolls and his um, and his uh, Web Warrior reroll. But just the fact of having that same survivability, effectively, as the four threat Spider Man in the three threat deal was just awesome. Um, he's a, I I really enjoy him. Um, I think that he is what Spider Man should be. Just because of that, he's three threat and has the spider senses. Um, I don't ask for a lot, but that's uh, that seems to be the 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 kicker. Um, his uh, I did when I did attack. I got to use the swing strike elusive trigger, and that was neat for the scenario I was playing. I needed him to contest an objective, so I was able to move him onto an objective point um, with that, which was just uh, which was just nice. Um, Spider Man is is that way, right? He moves around, he swings around. Um, it just felt very thematic. Oh yeah. Uh- can I? Uh, all right. So I want to talk about uh, him having a size three character throw mm. on on his card for a three cost character. Uh, very useful. Like it is except and he has the ability on his spender to. It, it is a a little bit of a tough uh, trigger, which is a, a a wild hit, but you can destroy and throw a size 2 terrain feature at your opponent, at whomever you're hitting with this attack. I I really like this character. I, I, I've never... I didn't put him on the table, so I don't know what he, what he feels like, but I like everything he's bringing to the table. I think that he seems... He seems very much in the Miles Morales vein, where it's all positives. Even though he's on... A, he's three-threat, he's just good at everything as a three threat absolutely i mean he you look down his card you think about the things that make a character good right he has extra movement um between web slinger and his elusive trigger on his his swinging strike he has extra movement right um he has he can push a character with his impact webbing um he can uh like you said throw enemy characters so that can be more damage that can be um that, that can be displacement, either one or both, right? So it's just, he has a lot of flexibility, which is really what you want to look, I, I think, when I look at three threat characters, what um, what differentiates something from the, the pack, it's versatility. And he is very versatile. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, one thing that I do want to think, uh, uh, I don't think this was a problem in your game because it seemed like he was taking a lot of attention. He was getting hit a lot. Uh, but I think that if the opponent ignores him, he might end up a little power-starved because he does not have a builder. He only so has I gainers. Think, I, I could see that potential. Um, I think that the fact that his both of his 
quote-unquote builders are just gains one power. I think in this case actually helps him. Um, because he, it, that being a range four impact webbing, the fact that he's gaining power just by doing it, um, I think will actually help him more than it hurts him, especially as a web warrior where it can, you can feel kind of power starred. I think it's important just to get that power and not have to get as much as you dealt damage wise, right? You don't have to pray for that dice spike. You're, you, it's pretty reliable, um, so in a in an activation, you can double attack and web slinger no matter what. That's true. You're right, uh, and and I do like gainers for that because uh, it just feels awful when you're going attacking with a builder and you're just, you're like I just need one power out of this and I'll be okay, and then you whiff the dice, and and that happens all the time. <laughs> oh, exactly. And if you do want to deal big damage, right, and you don't have any power before you start your turn. You get your one for the turn. You can double swinging strike and still get to throw the character. Yeah, your power yeah. for the turn, and then the two from that. So you're right. You're right. I mean, uh, uh, all right, Brad. We've been talking a lot. What is what is your takeaway here? Just looking at the card. Okay. Well, I was going to talk about how web warriors have a problem where they never have enough power. And the gainers actually help him not be in as much trouble as the other ones. But you guys kind of covered that. Right. Yeah. I was also going to talk about how Web Slinger is really, really good. I think you guys yeah, have it that is. covered too. <laughs> He's good. I mean. I mean, so uh, you're going to bring, uh, if you're playing Web Warriors, you're going to play this guy, Miles Morales, and Spider-Gwen. That's going to be a nine-point core to that list that you then add stuff onto, right? I think you can uh, honestly like also put Black Cat in there, and that's your 12 points that you start every list with. Yeah, you're right. Black Cat would be a great addition to that, that list. Oh, I, oh, my gosh. I think also you play Venom a lot. And Venom yeah. might be in place of one of those characters. Well, not Miles, but... Yeah. Or he could just be on top of that, because that's a good 16 points if you're playing 16. Well, that's mm -hmm. the 16 I played the other day, and it was very good. Yeah. Um, I think that, like you said, I, I think that those five characters effectively are your core. You may take one out here and there, yeah. um, depending on what the scenario is, but I do think that those five characters make just a... Ridiculously good and flexible core. It is. Uh, there was a period of time in the meta of this game where web warriors were just dominating every game. And part of that is that their particular game style is very scenario-focused, which is just how you win the game. you got to do that to win the game. And this is going to help them do that. Uh, here's another question. Do you feel like this is another nail in the coffin for Amazing Spider-Man. I've actually put a lot of thought into that. Um, I think that it makes it very hard to put him on the table. Um, well, more hard than it was. Um, not just because, you know, they're both Peter Parker, but because it's another character to put in that Web Warrior list that you can't play with Amazing Spider-Man. Right. Um, so it makes it harder to build that two-leader list. Yeah. Can uh can 
here's a, a rules question. Um, can he even be in the roster that you're in a tournament? Can they even be in the same roster? I, yes. I don't know. They can. Okay. Yeah, they, they just can can't be, be on the table the at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Until until we get a Spider Verse affiliation, where the part of the leadership of a new Peter is that you can take any Peter Parker in that list. <laughs> Honestly, that's really what I'm hoping for. I hope it's not even like we don't even need a, a fourth Peter yet. I just hope they give us like an extra card, you know, like how they put out the Emma card. Oh, Maybe they yeah. just slide it in something where it's like, here's an affiliation. Um, you can play Spider Verse affiliation and. As long as you're on that list, then you can be in there regardless of your alter ego. Although I that... hope, I hope if it is a leadership on a card that it's not on a Peter Parker, because it's just a character I'd rather have it on. Who who is that? Who... Spider UK, the leader of the Spider Verse team. Spider UK. I, I, I don't know this character. <laughs> Jason, back okay. me up. I mean, Justy, back yeah. me up. Spire UK, great. <laughs> he is great. He is the, like Brad said, he is the leader of the Spider-Verse team or the, the Web Warriors or whatever you want to call them in the comics. Um, he is He's the guy. Um, so it would make a lot of sense to um, bring him in. And he is a Braddock, too, who is yes. so that's, uh, that's close to Brad it... and I's heart. Uh, is he is he a Brian or is does he have a different first name? I think he has a different first name. Yeah, I can't remember what it is. Uh, Fred, I, he Google is, can tell me really fast. Yeah, Fred, he is not only a Spider Man; he is also a Captain Britain. Oh wow, <laughs> he's he's double dipping on heroes. Yeah, he is William Braddock, so he is Billy okay. Braddock. Okay, he he'll come boxed in. Uh, in this game, he'll come boxed with with. Uh, Peter Porker. I bet. I hope so. I bet he goes by <laughs> Billy. Oh Billy, yeah, Billy yeah, Braddock. It is Billy Braddock. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's, so that's a very Peter Parkerish uh, name. Yeah. <laughs> we need to give this Peter Parker a letter grade. Uh. I think that I'm going to go first. Uh, I'm real up on him. I think that he's an, a solid A. I think he's a real solid A. And if if you really want to, someone could talk me into giving him an A+. Although I think, I think I'm going to stick with an A. Uh, Justy, what is your take? What is your letter grade for this Peter Parker? I'm also go I'm going to go cautious with an a i could see a plus like i could see a plus plus coming from this character um but i am just so blown away by the um just by the theme they got the theme perfect um they got the um they got the power level of the character perfect it doesn't seem like he's overpowered but it seems like he is solid um i think that we're going to see this Spider-Man in a lot of lists just because almost everyone loves Spider-Man. Um, yeah. I think that, and, and he's good and he's good. It's not like, you know, a three threat character that you came out that like, let's say you're a big Crossbones fan and you've been bummed for the last four years while playing Crossbones. Right. Um, 
That's not, it's not the same thing with the Spider-Man. You're not going to get punished for playing the Spider-Man. Um, so I, 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 I'm very excited for him. I think that an A is like, I'm being cautious, so my hype doesn't like over overwhelm me. So I'm going to say an A, but I, I'm, I'm pretty sold on that A. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, how about you, Brad? What are you going to give her? Give him. I just misgendered Spider-Man. So I don't think he's going to be splashed that much outside of his affiliations. And I usually reserve people, reserve A for people who uh, I think will be splashed a lot outside of affiliation. So I'm going B+. Can I push back on what you said? You can. Uh, If he's not Avengers affiliated, he's going to be splashed all the time in core box games. Oh my god, Fred. (laughs) (laughs) He has a point. That doesn't count. Can I just... Can I also say that um, with the new uh, Captain America leadership, now it's not as good as the old Captain America leadership. I, it's I really good that. for this Peter Parker. It's really good for this Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Like, it'll make those wilds much easier to get. I think he's going to be Avengers affiliated. Yeah. I think so, too, because the other one wasn't. Um, I think that they'll take yeah. that angle with this one. I think this he, is a very good. I, I boy, he, they really came correct with this core box. Like he they may also be shield affiliated, maybe. Yeah, I think that's a maybe solid chance too. I don't think he he had any chance except for shield being in the core box, and then that makes it likely, yeah. likelier. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, all right. Uh, Brad, I this this feels weird because we have someone who's going to have a comic book podcast about Spider-Man. You know what? <laughs> uh, Brad, do you want to talk about any comic books that, that he's been in? I don't want to put Justy on the spot. I was about I, to ask him if I, he has any. Brad, <laughs> I, I completely forgot. I don't have anything. Hey, Justy, do you have any comic book recommendations for Spider-Man? <laughs> oh, man. Of course I do. <laughs> no, I, um, so Brad, Brad and I actually, uh, Brad texted me about 10 minutes before we started to record. He said, oh, snap, I forgot about this. Do you have comic book recommendations? I said, of course I do. So the, um, <laughs> I have two. I have two. Um, I have an old recommendation and a newer recommendation um, for everyone. The first recommendation um, is a... I'm actually going to recommend the first 15 issues of Amazing Spider-Man from the 60s. Um, So the first 15 issues and the first annual. Um, This gives you the baseline, like this is intro to Peter Parker. Um, This is not just the origin story, but an origin for the entire Sinister Six. Um, you get to see Green Goblin for the first time, which is really goofy. He rides a broomstick. Um, <laughs> at first, he doesn't have the Goblin Glider. Um, things like that. It's really goofy and fun. But it's also, like, personally, I struggle to read 60s comics. Um, sometimes I can feel like they're wordy or campy or whatever. And, and honestly, Spider-Man is a little campy and a little weird. 
Um, but only in the most like Spider-Man nostalgic ways. It's all in the ways that you expect. So for whatever reason, it's a little more acceptable um, and a little easier to read. So I, I highly recommend anyone that is just a fan of Peter Parker and like just wants classic Peter trying to take pictures of himself to give to J. Jonah Jameson. Like it, it gives all of that. Like you get introduced to that out the gates. Um, it's just awesome. You don't even need like Amazing Fantasy 15 is great to read just so you get the technical origin of, of Spider-Man. But it's really those first 15 issues really are who Spider-Man is and and what he does. And, and like I said, you also, if you read those first 15 issues, you want to read the annual because that's the story of the first team up of the Sinister Six. It's also really goofy. He fights them one at a time and it's kind of funny. But they team yeah. up to face him one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I think that with Spider-Man, uh, I'm more willing to accept a lot of campiness. A lot yeah. of like, I, I mean, there's just something about the character that it's just, that's acceptable. That's much more acceptable. I mean, Peter is, he's always been the science geek, right? So like some of that cringy 60s stuff, you can just see as part of his personality traits. Um, and it's just, it's not the same as reading 60s comic books. I can't, can't really explain it without, um, without you also experiencing it. But it's, um, I don't know, it's, it's just interesting. It's not like reading other 60s comics, and I, I really enjoy it. All right, then. Uh, well, we don't have Brandon I don't think he's going to be showing up this episode, which is unfortunate. Uh, but do either of you have an idea of a list that he wouldn't be affiliated in where you think he might shine? Well, can we rewind real quick? Because I did oh. say I had two comic books. You did say you have two. Oh, my goodness. I, I apologize. I don't want to. Oh, no, it's okay. I just don't <laughs> want the listeners to be disappointed when they're like, did that get cut out? What, what the heck? Um, the other one is the, the Spider-Verse storyline from, I think it was 2014. Um, the, um, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, but it, it is the original Spider-Verse um, storyline. That's where you get the team up of um, lots of different Spider-Mans, and um, they converge the, the timelines. And it really is the inspiration for the Spider-Verse movies that people like so much. I don't want to say a whole lot more than that, um, other than if you want a modern Spider-Man read, you can get into it without having too much background of other things. It just the background of other things just enhances your enjoyment of it. So. Okay. The the I got to say that if this if that line of comics created the Spider-Man the Spider-Verse movies, uh it's it's a highly successful comic book. Yeah. It's very good. The, those movies are phenomenal. They truly are. They truly are. Uh, well, now back to what I was saying earlier. Before I cut you off, uh, do any of you have an idea for an affiliation where you think this Spider-Man would work really well? Because I do, if neither of you have anything. I think you should go. I talked about how I felt about him at the beginning in my Avengers list, um, how I was going to sub out Deadpool for, for him and he may end up being Avengers affiliated anyway so I think that you should run with it okay uh, I think that he would work really well under Kingpin Criminal Syndicate <laughs> and I'll tell you why I'll tell you why I think that right, you Brandon. Would... 
Yeah, <laughs> I'm pulling a Brandon here. I'm pulling a Brandon. One, because everything works well under Kingpin Criminal Syndicate. But he's a three-pointer who can get anywhere on the board he wants to really easily with the web swing. Uh, so my thought is on, say, a um, Mutant Madman scenario, which you're already doing really well on. You could use him, you could activate him last and use him to go and grab your opponent's points on round, I, I don't think you could do it on round one. You might be able to, it's possible, but it's, it's unlikely. But you could do it any other round. You would just grow, go to wherever your opponent has only one person. Use him as your mobile bothering the opponent tool. That's my thought. That's my thought. I think that's great. I have no, no, uh, no rebuttal other than I hope Darius doesn't listen to this and incorporate that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'm sure that there are better options in in Criminal Syndicate, but uh, I I think that that could be a very annoying thing to be up against. All right. Um, I guess. Is there anything else that you guys want to talk about before I do the last thing? I don't... Uh, uh, w I think we're winding down the episode. Uh, so for my non-sequitur recommendation, I'm going to talk about a game that I brought up wanting to recommend last week, and that is the game Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate 3, specifically. Uh, so in the video game world, everyone is talking about this game. Largely because it's uh, a, an obvious masterpiece. It's a it's a obvious, incredible game, and uh, it is maybe it is in the Zelda category for the amount of game you get for the purchase price of one video game. It's hundreds of hours of very entertaining, very good story and gameplay. So everyone, go play Baldur's Gate three. And if you've got the time to devote to it, you will certainly have a great time. And that's it. That's that's all I've got. Justy, it was really great having you on this episode, man. I, I've enjoyed this a lot. I've enjoyed talking to you. Thank you guys so much for having me on. It's been a blast. It's been cool to catch up with you guys. And it was just great to, to chat about Spider-Man and really... Give him his flowers. I'm sure that if Brandon was on here, he'd have been salty and gave him like a C or something. But I'm glad that we we didn't do that. <laughs> I, I I don't know how he could. I don't know how he could. Although <laughs> uh, my my judgment is not very good, so we'll see. But uh, he he's too good to give a C. There's no way. I just had to get a Brandon jab in there since he's not here to defend himself, and he he seems like he's continuously dodging me. So just had to get that <laughs> that subtle jab. <laughs> all right well uh thanks everyone for joining us that was our episode today everyone go out there and have some fun and i'll see you later